Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 11th of March, 2023. Come at the Christina Podcast, episode 203, Hurt Feelings and Red China. That's right. Bit of a carfuffle in Parliament recently over the in-committee hearings in regards to China and more political BS. All that more about the podcast. Please stick around. Listener and viewer discretion is advised because I uh, swear and smoke cigarettes. See you in a bit. Cheers. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. There you are all equally working. From Western Canada. This is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues, and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 203 of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Hurt feelings and red China. I am your host, Krusty Canuck. I guess in recent news, we've seen the carfuffle in regards to what's been happening in our parliamentary system within committee. I guess there's rampant sexism going around, according to some female MPs, uh, to the likes of uh, Jennifer O'Connell, I believe, or O'Connor, a liberal, one of the liberal secretaries for the prime minister, not to mention a couple NDPers, uh, Miss Chardish Chagger, if I remember correctly, if that's her name, and a few others raising the whole stink about sexism. And, oh, my God, you should apologize. An MP of the Conservative Party, Mr. Michael Cooper, uh, didn't really get his questions across, I guess you can say. But I'll put some footage up here shortly for you all to observe, uh, submitted for your approval. And uh, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. I watched it, and I personally didn't feel there was any kind of sexism going on. You know, uh, it just goes to show that regardless of what's going on in this country right now, regardless of the Chinese influence that's been projected and somewhat proven, and regardless of the crisis that's going on in Europe in regards to Ukraine and Russia uh, and other economic fallacies that this country is facing, I find there's still room there for people to pull out the sexist card or the victimhood card and say, hey, stop it. Don't talk to me like that. How sexist of you. How misogynistic of you. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting tired of this stuff. But before I carry on, this podcast is brought to you in part by Battlefit Bodywear. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Battlefit Bodywear. Uh, be limitless. Be Battlefit with body. <laughs> Battlefit Bodywear. That's right. Uh, there'll be an advert for these gentlemen later on in the show. And we're carrying on with episode. 203 hurt feelings in red china that's right so i'm going to play a little video here for you uh, from the fine people at alberta news and views and uh, brought to you by the cpac channel 2 canada's national parliamentary channel and i want you my audience out there to decide exactly what was said the exchange here now i actually tried to watch some of this when i was working i listen to podcasts and stuff when i'm working because sometimes i'm driving long periods of time and i need something else to keep my mind focused on things other than the hum of the engine as I'm, you know, working every day. But uh, <laughs> from what I've read and what I've seen and what I watched here on, on this channel, I didn't hear any sexism. I didn't see any false accusations. I didn't hear any name calling. I just heard a bunch of politicians perpetuating some victimhood mentality. And we, I'll cue this up for you here, ladies and gentlemen. I'll let you decide, my wonderful listeners, exactly what 
Mr. Cooper said and how these ladies yes, reacted to it. Me. Right. And we're just, <laughs> I, I just, I shake my head still at how some of these politicians try to get away with bloody murder because they think they're entitled to magical things. But I'll let you, my wonderful audience, decide, and uh, we can go from there. You've talked tough. Uh, you've talked tough with your uh, Beijing counterparts. So you say uh, you even stared into his eyes. I'm sure he was very intimidated. Uh, and now we, we learned today, and now we learned today or yesterday in the Globe and Mail very conveniently that a visa was not uh, was denied of a, a a diplomat who wanted to work at the Canadian uh, Beijing embassy. Uh, one visa is that I it? I have a point of order in regards to the conduct of Mr. Cooper and his comments. I think any woman sitting around this room, I'm sure men have can appreciate it and understand it too. The constant demeaning nature that only occurs to our female minister that appeared today, yesterday it was another member of our team asking a question in QP and a conservative member said she deserved a participation medal. Today it was a question of whether this minister is tough enough. Every single day we sit in this house as women and we hear these, uh, <laughs> they're called microaggressions, but they don't feel very micro, to continuously be undermined. And I think he owes this committee and the minister in particular an apology. And I am really sick and tired of sitting in here having to listen to it. I am sick and tired of Canadians having to see it. And I'm really sick and tired of the Conservatives just not getting it. Mrs. Romanato. Thank you very much, Madam Chair, and, and I too, Poor girl. I'm really disappointed. Oh. I want to know if that member opposite, when then Prime what Minister Stephen Harper whatsoever. confronted Vladimir Putin and said, get out of Ukraine, did that member opposite say, was he tough enough? That was completely unacceptable, unacceptable behavior for every woman that has ever taken her place in this house. And I demand an apology under Standing Order 18. Like, really? Come on. Come on. It was completely <laughs> sexist. It was completely unacceptable. And that should not be what's happening in our committees or in a House of Commons. This is so concerning because women across this country who are considering politics already have challenges. How many times have we talked about how women are treated significantly different than men politicians? For that member to sit in that role and ask a minister of our government that question was completely unacceptable. It was completely sexist. And he should apologize. Okay, realistically, there was nothing sexist that was said. Okay, nothing. <laughs> he did not say anything sexist. And what I watched too, he was very stern in his questioning. Very stern. As far as I know, that's what you're supposed to do when you're in committee with everything. Doesn't matter if it's about a budget. Doesn't matter if it's about uh, funding. Doesn't matter if it's about purchasing. Doesn't matter if it's about anything. If it has to do with the parliamentary system in this country, there's an in-committee for a reason to get it out there, to get the truth out there, okay? Now, you heard four women complain about Mr. Cooper's tone. It's like, it's like watching Christopher Walken. I don't like your tone. I'm inside you, right? Do you see what I'm getting at here, ladies and gentlemen? Like, with all the crap going on in the world today, especially here in Canada, 
with the influence, the undue influence, apparently with with Handong, okay, being funded by the Chinese Communist Party, not the Chinese people, the Chinese Communist Party, you know, Red China, the baddies, okay? And then with all this other funding that's been coming and going between uh, some other candidates too, and apparently two conservative candidates as well, that Mr. Polyev hasn't really dwelled on just yet. What I, th what I think he should though, okay? It seems like every time there's some kind of synopsis or symposium or any gathering for an in-committee, there's always somebody pulling the victim card. Now, when I ran for federal politics there in 2021, I received a lot of comments from people, too, in regards to my party, where I stood on this, where I stood on that. And I had a few doors slammed on my face, and I had a few lewd comments come my way, too. I was called a bigot. I was called a racist. And then our platform had nothing racial. Had nothing to do with racism whatsoever. It was just this trendy buzzword. And the moment you talk to somebody who disagrees with liberty or freedom, you're deemed as a racist or a misogynist. What Mr. Cooper was doing, and I'm not taking favor here with the conservatives, he wanted to find the truth. And he was basically laughing at the lackadaisical answers that Miss Jolie was giving to the general public. Okay? So when that NDPer was sitting there at the end of the video talking about the example to other women, yeah, look at the example that you ladies are perpetuating. Are you really going to inspire women to get out there Roll up their sleeves and do the hard work? Or are you going to promote the whole victimhood mentality? Get over it and get a backbone. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You're back with the Krusty Podcast episode. 203 hurt feelings and red china that's right no one's on my face there in black and white you know because someone said some bad words now what i understand when it comes to leadership you have to endure and you have to make the tough decisions i did that as an nco in the army and i do it at my job too sometimes i take the initiative and lead sometimes i don't sometimes i don't need to because there's other people that i work with other strong people and guess what some of them are women and I don't look at them as objects. I don't look at them as, as objects of desire or as toys. I look at them as able-bodied persons that want to come to work every day like I do, and we get the job done. Okay? It's that simple. But still, we have to live with this victimhood mentality every time we turn around. So instead of focusing on the job at hand, to get the answers, the information out there, these individuals take it upon themselves to perpetuate some kind of victimhood, oh, sexism, oh my God. People are going to make comments regardless of how you feel about it, okay? Now, maybe you should take the initiative there too, ladies, and look at your constituents and ask them what they think about the whole thing. That's your job as a representative in the parliamentary system. It doesn't matter what position you have in cabinet, you were elected by people that put you there, people, men and women alike, and even other people that identify as this or that too. Needless to say, the two basic foundations of human existence, men and women, have put you in that position. And you fail. You fail to represent them. Instead, based on that video and other footage I have seen personally, you spent more time worrying about your comfort and your feelings 
rather than getting the job done. Were you here? Did you say this? Did you do that? Did you push this paperwork? Did you push that paperwork? It's that shit fucking simple. Pardon my swearing. But no, we got to hold on to this victimhood mentality and talk about, oh my God, I don't like your tone. That is so sexist. Notice uh, the Mrs. What's her name from the Liberal Party? Still referencing Stephen Harper again. The man hasn't been around in Canadian politics for almost eight bloody years and still you got to use him as a reference. Okay. Use your backbone. Stand your ground. Okay? You have every right to be offended, even though there was nothing said to you that was offensive except the tone. Like I like say again, Mr. Christopher Walken, hey, I don't like your tone. Right? The Canadian taxpayer and voter doesn't like your tone. The Canadian voter and taxpayer doesn't like your attitude. The Canadian voter and taxpayer, especially the people that voted you in last federal election, deserves better. Doesn't matter if you're male or female, how you identify, it doesn't matter. You're there to do a job. Whether you file this paper or pass this message or sit in the House of Commons up and down, Mr. Speaker, thank you, Mr. Speaker, thank you. I disagree, I agree, I disagree, back and forth, banter, banter, as our parliamentary system should be. But no, no, we got to waste more time, spend more money, and worry about a, a handful of hurt feelings or projection. Note how Ms. O'Connell said about microaggressions. Hmm. Think about that. And she's privy to see a lot of information. Every one of those parliamentarians is privy to hear, to see, and sometimes acknowledge certain bits of information that we, the general public, do not get to see on a regular basis. And yet that's how they waste our effing time, ladies and gentlemen. Now, according to the Taxpayers Federation in this country, there's another raise coming on the 1st of April. That means liberal backbenchers, all backbenchers in parliament, doesn't matter if they're liberal, conservative, green, independent, right? They block. Y'all get a $5,000 raise this year. That means an extra 500 bucks a month. We're sitting there promoting this garbage to you and I. Something for other people. Okay? Something to think about. And not to mention the shadow ministers and ministers alike go up another 10 Gs. But there's money to spend here, and there's money to send to Ukraine, and there's money to spend in this virtue project, and more money to go to China. Hmm. Think, eh? What a coincidence. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And furthermore, okay, we're living in, in, in an unsure time here when it comes to uh, our jobs, our economy. Uh, the Bank of Canada says the rate went down a little bit, but it's going to be harder for people to borrow money. Uh, people still can't find a proper home, right? That's still being created in progress as we speak. But after seeing that video, I just shake in my head. I'm going, really? Really? When I look at some of the women I have worked with and worked for over my military career, I saw one hell of a better example. In fact, every lady that I worked with in the service, even some of the bad ones, and don't, you know, I'm not dissing women here, ladies and gentlemen. There's also some guys I work with that are real fucking looney tunes, but needless to say, and I don't mean looney as experiences. 
I mean, just the way they approach the situation, how they treat other people in, in general. Okay. And I've worked with some women that are pretty rotten too. But I would have to say at least 95% of the people I worked with did a great job. Fellow female soldiers, fellow female leaders, and some officers and NCOs and like did some wonderful effing things. And they never once in my career stopped and complained about rampant sexism or certain tones. Right? They're like your tone. If you gave an officer attitude, you got punished. If you gave an NCO attitude, you got punished. It didn't matter if it was male or female. Okay? I had some females under my command, and they did great fucking work. Not because they're women, because they had what it took. That simple. You give the person the job because they have what it takes. Not because of their gender or their identity or their political affiliation or how they feel about this or how they feel about that. Because you know... They have what it takes. It's right there in the resume, and they show you that based on their actions. Those actions I presented to you were pretty unprofessional and just really childish. Like, really, honestly, like, where's the backbone? Okay. What I just said here, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not insulting your intelligence. To my wonderful audience out there, I am not insulting your intelligence at all. But you and I both know that you hire the better person for the job. You elect the better person for the job. That is our constitutional right in this country. But I am getting sick and tired, Ms. O'Connell, of hearing ladies complain about how bad their lives are, especially when they're sitting in Parliament making a base salary of $183,000 a year. And then some, and other perks. And whatever perks and privileges your lobbyists give you, too. Okay? And it doesn't matter if it's a man asking you this question or a woman asking you this question question is, are you strong enough to hold office? Are you strong enough to hold your position? Legitimate question. Are you strong enough to carry that 90-pound rucksack? Are you strong enough to carry that C6 machine gun or that C9 machine gun? Are you strong enough to sit in that turret with a 25-millimeter cannon and fire at the enemy force? Are you strong enough? More than legit, especially in leadership positions, especially in a leadership role. You are privy to see information that the average person cannot see on a regular basis. You better be strong enough to do that. And it's not a matter of your gender. It's not a matter of your hair or how you identify. It's a matter of your own little chutzpah and your integrity, your intestinal fortitude, and above all else, your bloody character. The Canadian people want to see some real character. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a message from my sponsor, Battlefield Body Lab. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Krusty Canuck here. Just to remind you, my wonderful audience out there. The Battlefit Bodywear was founded in Windsor, Essex, Ontario in 2019 and is a proud Canadian company. All of our apparel and accessories are purchased and printed right in our hometown by local independent business owners. We pride ourselves on quality and customer satisfaction. At Battlefit Bodywear, we believe that every person has a warrior with them waiting to come out. Our brand is meant to inspire and, and fan the internal flame. Regardless of what your thing is, Take it to the next level and be the best version of yourself that you can be. We also believe in that maintaining balanced lifestyle is a key to a good life. and includes having a regimented and productive fitness and exercise schedule. Motivation comes and goes, but discipline will get you across the finish line. 
Get there with BattleFit Bodywear. Trusty Canuck says so. Cheers. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen. That was BattleFit Bodywear. Be BattleFit, be Battle Ready. BattleFit Bodywear. Links will be in the description for you guys to choose from. And if you like and hear what you see, ladies and gentlemen, please click like and subscribe. All that good stuff. You can find my podcast on Podbean, Rumble, Spotify, Amazon, and Player FM. And if you come across my channel on the tube, please click that little notification bell, click like and subscribe, and don't forget to comment. And if you want to reach out to me, ladies and gentlemen, my contact information is in the description in all of my videos, where you find me on Rumble, on Spotify, or in Podbean, or on the tube. Reach out and say hello. Send me a comment or two. We want to post this video up there uh, tonight. Please send me a comment. Ask me a question. I'm also going to do another live stream this Tuesday. I tried to do that last or a couple weeks ago. Uh, I don't think I advertised quick enough. Only maybe a few people come out. Uh, but I was on for about a good 45, 50 minutes. I wasn't getting any feedback for anybody, so I just ended the live stream. But I'm going to try again this Tuesday. So I'm going to put an advert up there tonight after this video and advertise another live stream. So please come on out. Ask me anything you want to know. All questions. Just keep them clean. Keep them civil. If you want to engage me in debate, if you want to engage me in a good conversation, please join me on my live stream uh, this Tuesday at 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. Another Krusty Connect live stream coming at you, too. Anyway, carrying on again with episode 203, Hurt Feelings in Red China. So you've heard me ramble on and chew out the individuals that have said nothing and done nothing in regards to leadership in this country. Um, what else What else can I say? You know, you notice that Mr. Mark Garneau, a 15-year politician, a former Canadian astronaut, the first Canadian in space, not that it really means anything to me or to you out there, but all of a sudden, he just up and retires. Okay. Quinky-dink? Coincidental? I don't know. Where's Miss Freeland? Well, where are some other key liberal figures in regards to dealing with red China? Okay. Now, nobody in their right mind that I know personally would go out of the way to harm anybody from China or Japan or any Asian person for that matter in regards to what's been going on with the past beer bug and what's been going on with the infiltration that we've been presented with. Now, as a Canadian, as a patriot, as a former soldier, as a taxpayer, as a husband, as a brother, as an uncle, and as a friend to many, okay? I was not raised in a household where you condemn anybody for how they look. So when someone uses the racist angle, I go, <laughs> conversation, as far as I'm concerned, is null and void. Someone uses the sexist angle, <laughs> conversation, null and void. Especially when it comes to so-called educated officials who have all these degrees and wonderful things, and they want to keep pulling out that victim card of sexism and misogyny, and how dare you speak to me that way? I'd like to remind individuals, too, that these politicians, they are not gods. They are not saviors. They are not innovators. Okay? They're people, too. And they deserve to be asked the hard questions. doesn't matter if it comes from the mainstream media. doesn't matter if it comes from independent media. And it doesn't matter if it comes from people like me or you, you wonderful people out there. We have a right to know. Okay. And if you elect somebody that pulls off that victim card and, oh, please, how dare you use that tone with me? I don't think that person deserves a seat, whether it be in the provincial legislation or provincial parliament or federal parliament. Okay. You got to have a backbone. You got to have some stamina. 
You got to have some charisma. You got to have character. You got to have some thick skin. Okay? It's that simple, ladies and gentlemen. And based on what I showed you, displayed to you, and there's more videos out there too, not just from uh, Alberta News and Views, but like I said, CPAC put it on there. Uh, mainstream media put a bit of it on, but of course they only edited key parts to promote that narrative again about the rampant misogyny this country's facing every day, according to that NDP uh, backbencher. But <laughs> you get my point, ladies and gentlemen. We're not stupid people, and we should not be talked to as if we are. We're not. And when it comes to Red China getting involved in our politics, it's because they really like our resources and they want to manipulate and mold things to their liking. Because they'll obviously sit and wait for years and years and years to come to take their opportunity to strike. And I'm not saying strike with aircraft and bombs. I'm saying strike with intelligence, cyber threats, cyber risks, TikTok. Okay? I don't use TikTok for the very simple reason, ladies and gentlemen, because it's sponsored by the Chinese Communist Party. I've had people say, maybe you should use TikTok, Krusty Canuck, to help bring your podcast uh, more views and maybe some more financial aid and maybe some subscribers that will actually pay you. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, no. As much as I would love to get paid, ladies and gentlemen, as much as I would like to make this podcast a full-time commitment, okay, I'm not going to sell my scruples for a company that supports communist China or that is backed by communist China. I'm not going to support any kind of communist back regime. Okay. Who knows? Maybe some of the equipment I use was made in uh, someplace in China or someplace in Cuba or someplace in Venezuela. Okay. But the point being, I still have some integrity there. All right. I've talked to many people that have survived communism that have lived through the socialist utopia. Oh, give the workers the means of production. When you and I both know the workers don't get to own shit, they just have to go to work. And one day they might get paid, one day they might get not. And they have to wait in line for bread, wait in line for liquor, and wait in line for a reach around. Sorry for the visual, but I think you get my point. And when someone tells me that uh, the socialism will save the day, no, it won't. I like our socialized medical system because. You fall off a ladder, go boom, you get picked up, you get patched up. Here's your medication, here's your cast. We'll see you in six weeks. Okay, good. That's great. <clears throat> With the understanding that you have medical professionals in said hospital or said clinic that can look after you in a timely manner. But now that's failing too. And that's a whole different can of worms, ladies and gentlemen, which I will not get into in this episode. But I think a lot enough of you out there have seen how our medical system is, is starting to break at the seams because of certain monopolies and especially bureaucracies too, right? There's news coming out of Ontario in regards to uh, rushing medical training, getting people into the mix to rush training. And uh, my logic is no, you shouldn't rush medical training. There's one thing rushing uh, training when it comes to working in a factory or building things in a timely manner, but when it comes to medicine, you have to be patient, no pun intended, and you'd have to be precise, especially when it comes to diagnosing certain ailments and diseases, just just to fill in the numbers. Like, no, that's just to me, that's a slack way of doing it. Uh, there was a link, I think, from Rebel Media covered uh, that story. I'll throw it in the link in my description, ladies and gentlemen. I'll, I'll title it as Rushed Medicine, and uh, you decide for yourselves. But regardless of the financial strife that's going on in this country right now, 
there is no need for us to sit around and feel sorry for ourselves. There's no need for us to sit and perpetuate this victimhood that's presented to us on a daily basis from our dear leaders in Latawa in the name of virtue. These people are paid to do a job. They're not doing their job. So my logic is this, call another election, regardless of the money or not. Money's being spent left and right as we speak. Okay? Unfortunately, we have to spend our money to keep this country afloat in uh, more ways than one. But uh, I think we need to fire some of these individuals. I think we need to uh, put a lot of these individuals on not just a trial of their peers in Ottawa, but on a trial of the country and uh, get to the brass tacks and get to the roots of the problem. And uh, I think we'll do better. When I hear these clowns talk about how democracy is being compromised every day, who's compromising the democracy? Is it me? Is it you? No, it's those ass clowns. <laughs> How else do I say it? Right? Look at the excuses they made up with firearms legislation in this country. Look at the excuses they made up for Red China in regards to infiltration and how they treat their own people, how they treat the Muslim population in that country. Right? And the moment we question the status quo, question these people, oh my God, it's racist. Oh my God, it's misogynist. How dare you? And you just saw an example of that. It's not misogynist to question any woman. It's not misandric to question any man, right? So there's a lot of deflection and projection, looking for racism under every rock, looking for sexism under every rock. You know, it reminds me a little advert I put together uh, about the NDP. I'll just play it for you again. Join today's NDP. We'll keep moving the goalposts. You don't walk the line for us. We'll call you racist, misogynistic, xenophobic, homophobic. We look for racism in everything. Please join the NDP today and subscribe and donate. Please walk our line. Thank you. Especially when Mr. Jagmeet Singh was confronting the big grocery chains too in regards to profit margins and how much money was made. Well, you and I both know that these big chains always go for the bigger bucks, but it's not necessarily their fault. They, they don't put into consideration the taxation that you've given to drivers, and shippers, and truck drivers, and boats, and fuel. Big carbon tax, ladies and gentlemen, took a lot of people for a run. You up basic taxes, prices have to go up. That's just basic high school marketing, regardless if Mr. Galen Weston of the Loblaws chain is greedy or not. We all know people get greedy. We also know our leaders get greedy, too. They're getting a raise April 1st, so I don't buy that crap. Here's something from the, for the liberals that I put together about a year and a half ago and give you some perspective. Join the Liberal Party of Canada. We'll tell you what to think, what to do, how to wipe, how to pick your nose. Oh, the name of safety. Exactly. The name of safety. Right. So whether you're a liberal candidate or NDP candidate. Okay. You're talking about the greater good and collective and the liberals are still trying to push the whole C11 mandate again too, right? 
It's basic censorship, ladies and gentlemen. I've talked about this before in numerous episodes. I'm going to talk about it again. And that means if C11 goes through as planned, you probably won't see my podcast advertised in some of the algorithms. You probably won't see it here or see it there. You'll have to hunt high and low to find it. And because of the wheels and deals they've made with some of the bigger tech guys, you know, slap and tickle for your pickle and your wallet, they'll turn around and try to hide things. Because according to some politicians, us Canucks here that actually love our country and want to promote the welfare of our country and promote real homegrown talent, regardless if you're an artist, dancer, singer, songwriter, podcaster, we'll have to fight high and mighty for it. So that's something to think about. Like I say again, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like and subscribe and share this content all over your social media platform. And please check out my shop too. You see some adverts around to my Twitter feeds and on my Facebook pages and on my Rumble page, please. And a special thank you out there too to some new subscribers on my Rumble channel. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you deeply too. Give yourself some applause there. You guys are awesome. But please keep subscribing. If you don't want to check me out on the tube, then check me out on Rumble, Spotify, Amazon, Player FM, and on Podbean too. Right. I, uh, when I do my episodes, I download the video and I download the audio and I put it out there for you, my audience to listen to at your own leisure. And please, like I say, again, if you like and here to see, click like subscribe, all that good stuff. If you want to donate, you can go to my actual webpage links in the description, donate there, or click on the headings there in my YouTube page, the buy me a coffee app and the Stripe app. And I think it's all the PayPal app. I'm not sure, but please want to donate, feel free to donate. All you like a little update too on my tax issue. It's being sorted as we speak. I have some good attorneys at a fair price that are working their ass off for my benefits. They got a, a small, uh, small affection for, for veterans, which is good to know and good to see out there. So thank you once again to those individuals in Calgary backing me up. Once again, thank you. I am grateful. And uh, they've been, they've been a real boost helping me out along the way there too. Like I say, ladies and gentlemen, do what you can to help each other in these trying times. You know, this has been the episode 203. That's right, 203. Hurt feelings and red China. Yes, we can do better because we have to start asking the tough questions. We have to ask these people the tough questions. And it doesn't matter if they're male or female. They're adults. They're supposed to take it. And if they can't take it, then we vote them out or we petition to get them out, one or the other. I believe in doing things peacefully and honorably and honestly and efficiently for the welfare and for the good of the Canadian people. And if you're an American watching this or a Brit watching this or a German watching this, then the good for the German people or the British people or the American people. All the same, ladies and gentlemen. In the West, we're here we're supposed to get along with each other and tolerate our differences and accept our differences. That's what I was taught. What about you? Like I say, ladies and gentlemen, I have been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful 11th of March, 2023. Stay tuned for updates on my live stream coming this Tuesday at 4 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, 6 o'clock Eastern out there for my Ontario listeners and New York State listeners. And let's do what we can to help each other in these trying times. Stand our ground firmly. Let's not take any more BS. And let's be proud of who we are and our accomplishments. Let's look after our family and our friends and our loved ones. Do what we can to help each other. Uh, like I said, in these trying times, shovel some snow. There's still some snow out there for some of my uh, friends out there, especially in California. <laughs> but do what you can to help each other's neighbors out, yourself out, and uh, stand firm. 
And like I always say, ladies and gentlemen, humanity and merit wins the day. See you next time. Probably Tuesday. <laughs> Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck podcast. Well, smack my ass and call me Judy. <laughs>